I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. And welcome to the Marine Manu Cherry Show. I'm your host for the next hour. It's a beautiful, rainy day in Seattle. Um, quite rainy, actually. But it's not as cold as it has been. It's, it was chilly for like two or three days. I mean, like 40, actually 34 degrees that overnight a couple times. My tulips started to fall over. But um, they're actually coming back to life. And just a few announcements before we get to our wonderful guests today. I'm so excited. Uh, next week, I will be teaching the second part of Surrender. It's about embracing, yeah, you did it, you surrendered. So for all of you who took the class last month, learning how to surrender, I'm looking forward to hearing your stories and finding how the tools worked for you. Uh, it'll be a very fun evening, 7 to 9 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. You can go to the website, energyintuitive.com, for more information. And then, of course, I'm teaching a lovely Reiki workshop this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I'm totally looking forward to that event. Thank Thanks to all of you who've signed up. We're going to have a fabulous, fabulous weekend. And then on April 24th, I'll be teaching with the lovely Dr. Sheila dunn She'll be back in the studio towards the end of this month. And we're going to teach a four-hour class on brain health. What are you thinking? We'll be exploring neurotransmitters that help you in the creation of your belief system and your emotional response in your body. And then we'll also talk about mood, sleep, depression, anxiety, and fatigue, and unearth ways to heal without the use of pharmaceuticals. So that will also be at the Redmond Town Center Marriott in Redmond. And uh, one of my favorite things to do, this is one of my favorite subjects, so we should have an absolute blast with that one. And then today, I am so happy that we actually have Ellie Phillips on the phone. She's a dentist. She's been a dentist for years and years, and she's discovered really amazing, fantastic ways that you can keep your teeth healthy. Um, In fact, she wrote a book, a fabulous book called Kiss Your Dentist Goodbye, which I'm very excited about. I've talked to Ellie a few moments ago before we came on the air, and we've um, chatted a little bit on email. But I find this subject fascinating because my family has had a long history with periodontal disease. So Dr. Phillips has practiced dentistry with a focus on prevention of disease for 35 years, treating patients from all walks of life, including geriatrics, special needs children, and the developmentally disabled. Dr. Ellie is a member of the American Dental Association, the New York State Dental Association, and the American Academy of Pediatric Dentists. She's a graduate of Eastman Dental Center in Rochester, New York, with qualifications in pediatric and general dentistry. Um, and so, Ellie, welcome. Welcome to the well, show. thanks, Marie. I think uh, all that uh, really, all the titles people have, <laughs> I always think that, uh, what does it mean? And uh, I, I think uh, my biggest pride is the fact that I can actually stop people's dental disease and help them make their mouths healthier. I think I have been able to help people more on the Internet now these days than I ever could in my private practice simply because I can reach more people. So well, this I'm... is a wonderful opportunity. Thank you for having me on oh, the program Oh, of course. Today. It's my pleasure. And uh, I, I've read your book and you know skimmed over it again today to refresh my memory. And it's, I think it's fascinating because there are easy, simple ways that all of us could use 
um, to keep our teeth strong, our enamel, our gums, and also affects the rest of the body in a healthy way when you're decreasing the bacteria in your mouth. Well, it's like anything else, and I think your listeners are all very savvy listeners that probably well understand uh, inflammation in the body is the big problem that generates a a sort of... uh, that affects a, a deck of cards. If you start getting inflammation somewhere, it can translate into inflammation in other parts of the body. So it, they've discovered that when you have inflammation, particularly around the gums, in, in your, the gums around your teeth, very quickly starts this process where you'll get plaque buildup and, and problems in all kinds of places. I don't know if you heard recently of a, a baby that was stillborn and uh, they discovered that there were plaque bacteria in the umbilical cord. And, and the diagnosis, that it hasn't fully been uh, confirmed yet, but we have known for years that the more gum disease a mother has, the more chance she will give birth early, before the full term. Wow. And, of course, preterm babies are prone to so many complications, you mm-hmm. know, respiratory and, I mean, a lot of developmental things. And if we could just get mothers, when they're pregnant, not to have gum disease, not to accept gum disease, right? Uh, we would save so many children so much medical care. It's unbelievable. Right, right. And how do you do this so simply? That's when you're going to be amazed. <laughs> I, I know it is amazing because one of the products that you talk about is xylitol. Correct. Yeah. There, and, are, there are two main things uh-huh. that, that I, I feel most people don't know about. And I am an, I guess I call myself an activist. I am an activist amongst dentists because I do not believe we are giving patients, the consumer, the public out there, the the best educational material available. They're told to brush and floss because they think that's going to clean their teeth. And we have to look beyond that. That was good enough maybe in the 60s. But since then, we have discovered just like medicine has discovered, that clean means something different from either no bacteria or just brushing around with a brush. I mean, let's, let's think about a medical, you're cleaning a wound, you're cleaning right. some kind of wound. You're not going to give it an antibiotic that, that wipes out all bacteria because, I mean, when people started taking penicillin, they soon found that the antibiotic wiped out good and bad bacteria. Our bodies require a balance. So we have to do the same thing in the mouth. We have to get a balanced oral health in the mm-hmm. mouth. And xylitol is one way so easy to do it. So easy. And xylitol actually comes from trees. Is that correct? Originally, 100 ah. years ago, the only source was the silver birch tree. I don't know in, in where you are. Do you have silver birch trees. We certainly do in upstate New York. Not um, too many, I don't, I don't believe. No, they're the tree with a silver bark, very mm. pretty tree. It has a sort of peely bark. Mm. And Native Americans in this area used to actually bite their teeth into the wood of the birch tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same story goes for people in Alaska, in Russia, in Scandinavia. For, for centuries, they have known that something about the wood of this tree was able to protect teeth. Now, in a hundred years ago, they used to get the sugar out of the wood, like maple sugar comes right. from maple trees. This is a sugar that's extracted from the birch tree, mm-hmm. and it was used for diabetics. It's diabetic-friendly. It was the first 
sugar alternative for diabetics. They started to produce it in Europe during the last war, World War II, when they ran out of sugar. And the interesting thing is you can't really tell the difference between sugar and xylitol. They taste the same. They look the same. You can bake with it. You can make it into products exactly like you would use sugar for cookies, custards. Um, but if, uh, you know, the, the, how I've used it is I actually made it into candy. Mm. And this is now a candy that you would eat to make your teeth stronger. Right. So the xylitol actually makes your teeth stronger. Correct. It's... And it does it in a very clever way and in the same way that it wipes out bad bacteria. Huh. Um, they're two separate processes. Uh, let's talk about making teeth stronger. Okay. Because teeth get weak when they are dissolved by anything that is kind of acidic. If you drink a lemonade or even a diet soda or an orange juice or you suck some grapefruit, your teeth will be dissolving in the acidity. Your teeth are made up of crystals that dissolve in anything, even healthy things like orange juice, will dissolve your teeth. And the only way to put minerals back is to have your mouth be full of minerals to make your saliva alkaline. And what xylitol does, as you eat this special delicious sugar, it actually draws saliva into your mouth from special glands in the roof of your mouth. Hmm. And it just so happens that what the liquid that's pulled out of these little glands in the roof of your mouth is very, very alkaline. It's full of minerals. And these minerals just go searching for places in your teeth that are soft. And they go in and they deposit the minerals deep into the tooth surface, making it stronger, look whiter, feel smoother. And and so that's going on every time you eat even the tiniest amount of xylitol. Yeah, I picked up some gum after I read your book and I chew it every day and it's delicious. Well, it's just the same taste as sugar, and then right. whatever gum you buy is the flavor. I mean, right. you can eat it as gum, you can eat it as breath mint. If you had a small child, you could dissolve it in a little bit of water. Mm-hmm. And if the child's an infant, you can wipe it on their teeth with like a little claw. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the child's older, you could add it to some milk, so you would have a xylitol milk. Right. Or you could sweeten some water and let them just sip that during the day. Right. The key is the number of times a day. Ah. One piece of gum a day, you're going to not do any harm. You'll do a little bit of good, but probably not enough good to see the difference. The number is five times a day. Five times a day. You really want to strive for five, as they say. And it doesn't matter if it's the teeniest amount, five times a day. I mean, a quarter, an eighth of a teaspoon will work if Mm -hmm. you eat it eight times a day. So as you're strengthening your teeth and making your teeth wider with xylitol, which is amazing, you're also uh, preventing problems from grinding at night. Well, that's right. Almost, I mean, I would say, and there's been no research to show what I wanted to show, which is that we all grind our teeth. Right. I am. Conv- I know I grind my teeth because mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> my mother and when I was a child and my husband now tell me I grind my teeth all the time, all the time. The thing is, I've never had any damage because my teeth are so hard, so strong, that the grinding doesn't affect them. Uh The 
people mm-hmm. who have grinding problems have acidity problems. Mm-hmm. Acid reflux, right? Because they drink softening acid drinks uh, that soften the enamel, and sometimes because their own mouth, their own saliva, has become acidic, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and that is something that you can test for yourself with a something called litmus paper. Oh, right, the litmus paper, right. Mm -hmm. You can actually sort of spit into a little spoon and then dip the end of this paper in that liquid and see the color that it turns. Right. Um, The litmus paper that we use, it goes from yellow for acidity to blue for, you know, alkaline for for mineral rich. Right. And and I'll tell you, women's teeth are different, something your dentist may never have explained to you. No. as As a woman... And I almost called my book "Women's Teeth Are Different." It was my <laughs> publisher who said, "No, they I didn't love, want to do that." I love the title of your book, and I love my dentist. But I well, would also you're supposed to love your dentist. Yeah, he's I want he's a great dentist. <laughs> but I, you know, I don't want to be poked every three months. You know, well, it'd be nice. Well, the, the the real focus is to go to your dentist and to be commended. To, yeah. For them to say, "Wow, right, Marie, how wonderful your teeth are looking!" <laughs> right. Wow, what are you doing? Because this is what I've decided to do. I tried to go to dentists and they were not interested. Huh. I tried to go to hygienists and they're interested but usually controlled by workload, you know, how many people they have to see, the and time the, they and have. And the dentists they work for. And the dentists they work right. for, exactly. And so I switched my book around and said, okay, I am now uh, going to write it's not the first book, this is my third book. Oh, um, lovely. But it is for the public because I think everyone out there deserves to know what they can do for themselves. Right. But then you go back to your dentist, and, and you can have a little smirk on your face when right. they say to you, wow, what are you mm-hmm. doing? And I usually say, don't tell them the first six months, <laughs> because they will derail you. They will say, no, no, that doesn't work, or you can't use that, or that's got alcohol in it, or they've always got a reason that you should be buying something different. Hmm. Hmm. And my system requires very specific, if you want to do my whole system, you will see such dramatic changes, I know. such and, unbelievable uh, repair. And we're going to go over that system, feeling. too. You know, I don't know if we'll go it as deeply as we would love to, but we're definitely going to go over the system because I think it's really great. And I did actually start doing some of the recommendations. I also want to talk about the sealants for children, you know, because that's something all my kids got. They're much older now. Um, and two of my children have never had cavities, but my middle daughter had the same treatment, but had more problems even with her gums. She, you know, if we were going to wow. look at genetics, but no, this, we're not going to look yeah, at genetics. Yeah, I like that. I like no. that point of view. That's my favorite. I, I never accept genetics, mm-hmm. weak teeth, soft teeth, right. inherited bad teeth. No way. Right. Because this is all a bacterial infection. Right. Okay. When you are in a family, you are going to share the worst bacteria that somebody in that family has will get passed to everybody else. If you suddenly... Whether you adopt a child or you marry somebody or you, uh, your child goes out and, and gets married to it, it's someone with really bad teeth, they are immediately... It, you've got to think of this as an infection. Think right. of this person with their history of really bad teeth being a source of bad bacteria. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that if you kiss them, if you share food with them, 
if you put your toothbrush next to them, you can, in the right circumstances, pick up the bad bacteria. Right. And people don't understand how come that happens for one and not another. Well, there's a, there's a war going on between bad bacteria and good bacteria. And I have been on Xylitol now, using Xylitol in, in my personal self for, oh, probably 20 years. So I can take a test of my saliva, and it will only contain healthy... I have plaque, but it is only made up of very healthy bacteria, and they do not form a thick film. They are just a very thin coating on my teeth. I mean, they're there, but they are xylitol-resistant, and they protect your teeth. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if I were to come into contact now with, say, say I share food with somebody who's got bad bacteria. Right. I am protected. My -hmm. guys are able to fight off bad bacteria. And so the goal of every parent should be to start their children off very early in life making sure that the first bacteria on their teeth are healthy ones. That's, that's excellent. And, and the, the xylitol also helps eliminate sealants so that children don't have to have the seals placed on their molars because their well, teeth stay strong and healthy with, from the xylitol. Well, that, the thing is more than that in that when you eat xylitol, you're developing this new kind of bacteria. It takes mm. six months, and it takes having five applications a day for six months. Okay. After five weeks, you will have got rid of the bad bacteria on your teeth. As you get rid of them, healthy ones are taking their place, okay? You've got to think of this as like a changing of the guard. Right. As you keep doing it for six months, you will have no more bad bacteria in your saliva, in the skin on the roof of your tongue, in your cheeks. Everything, even up your nose and in your ears, Wow. will be healthy bacteria. If you have children with ear infections, it is the sticky bacteria, like the sticky plaque bacteria, and eating five separate times a day a little bit of xylitol will help your child stop getting these ear infections, just the same bacteria. If you have acid reflux, Uh it's a similar kind of bacteria that's causing, often causing the same problem. Well, this is all wonderful news, and we're going to go to our phone line because we have someone who wants to ask a question or make a comment about xylitol. Sure. We've got Joni on the line calling from Seattle. Hi, Joni. Hello? Hang on. There we go. Hi, Joni. Hi. Hi. You had a question for Ellie? Well, I don't have a question. Ah. I have a comment and experience with xylitol. A month ago, I was driving to Super Supplements, and I heard on the Cat James show, Dr. Lon James, and he was talking about xylitol. And how xylitol, he's written a book about how um, it will cure sinus problems, asthma, and allergy. I've had asthma my whole life, actually since I was four, so I'm always looking for things that will keep me off of standard medication. So since I was on my way to Super Supplements, I bought uh, xylitol mint, toothpaste, mouthwash, and a spray. And I started using it right away, and in the last month, I have not had any asthma symptoms whatsoever. Wow. 
I'm not surprised. It's absolutely. My son had the same thing. He had uh, nasal septum surgery. He had allergies. He, you know, he couldn't breathe most of the time, which gives you dry mouth, which is another reason that your teeth will have less protection because you are drying up your saliva, whether it's alkaline or acidic. You just don't have any, so you're going to have dental problems. So absolutely, I mean, you can, this is a nasal spray uh, made by a company that's been around a long time, and they, they actually add xylitol to saline solution, and you just spray it up your nose. Is that what you use? Yes. Yeah, it's fabulous. And, most, and, and I, if I you just... ha- combine it all together like you did, you, you've, you've, you did exactly what you need to do. You need to eliminate these bad guys. And uh, so did you see your teeth improve at the same time? I beg your pardon? Have your teeth also improved? Well, it's only been a month, so mm-hmm. I'll find out when I go for my next checkup. Mm-hmm. If, but if, I just want to tell everybody, and I am telling everybody. Yes, you are. Xylitol. <laughs> That's really great. Thank you so much. We're glad your health has improved. Wonderful. Oh, I can't wait to read your book. <laughs> well, and my book explains the use of xylitol with some... It, my, my recommendations for mouth rinses are a little bit different because... I used to treat disabled patients long before I actually really started using xylitol, and I developed a system of over-the-counter products, toothpaste, well-known toothpaste. This was before xylitol toothpaste existed. Um, so I used Crest original toothpaste and, and mouth rinses that you've seen over-the-counter. And if your teeth don't dramatically improve, since you're doing the xylitol part, I would recommend giving these other mouth rinses, weird as it seems, because they are very, very ordinary mouth rinses that you buy in any drugstore. Give them a try for a couple of weeks in the sequence that I recommend. Don't dismiss them just because they're not bought in a health food store. Uh, and a reason I say that is a lot of the dental products in health food stores are inappropriately made. There is subtlety to a toothpaste needs to be made with silica and not chalk. Uh, But you and I wouldn't know the difference. Right. Um, There are certain attributes for toothpaste, how abrasive it is, very important. Um, The last mouth rinse that you use, even if it has xylitol in it, shouldn't leave your mouth, particularly if it's a non-fluoride mouth rinse, I mean, there's one exception, and I'm not going to go into that right now, but you need to be careful that that mouth rinse with xylitol doesn't leave your mouth acidic. Mm. Many of the products that sound good, if they're not really repairing your teeth, put them on the side, give my system a try for a couple of weeks, I beg you, and then you can make your own decision. But if you've never tried the rinses I recommend with xylitol, you will never know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, if it's working for you, I'm not here to change things. It, I'm here to help people who are frustrated that, right. that have well, tried so hard. Well, she was a very teeth. happy caller who no longer has asthma, which is fantastic, <laughs> which I have a child who has um, asthma and, you know, has complications in the winter. So I'm so excited when she comes home from school, I'm loading her up with a whole bunch of good stuff um, to help, you know, decrease her symptoms in the winter. I'm excited about that. One of the things I also found very interesting and makes total sense, um, because we are talking about bacteria, which is, you know, the mouth is 
um, one of the biggest collectors of bacteria of the entire human body, right? Correct. You know, getting bit by a human is not a good idea. You know, you don't want humans... Not unless they've been eating salads. <laughs> right. You don't want humans biting on you because it's not healthy. Even cat bites are healthier than human bites. Um, so is the endocarditis? I have a few clients who've had some history with that and still some inflammation in the cardiac area. And so actually, you know, changing the bacteria in your mouth could ultimately affect the the inflammation that is present in the heart. Absolutely. And I mean, this this is why I have, and there's frustration for me. And I, I mean, I hate the word frustration because I say <laughs> I'm not a frustrated person because I turn that energy into the will to do something. Right. Which is why every day, I mean, I most of my peers have retired and I'm just starting out here uh, with this book on, and I hope to tour around and, and change things. Right. One of the saddest things is people going in for heart surgery, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've tried to get to cardiologists to say, for goodness sake, you've decided to make a date for this guy to have cardiac surgery. Put him on xylitol now so that when you go in there, the teeth are not going to be a source of infection. I mean, this should be for anyone having any surgery, whether it's a hip replacement or a knee replacement or anything. Right. Um, xylitol is there to take away the load, the infection load from your mouth Which for it, you in, in the form of, and you verify this, it's delicious. Yeah, it's really good. Chewing I, gum it's or delicious. Or you can actually get the cheapest way is to get granular xylitol oh. and put it in a, if you drink, take a water bottle to work with you. Oh, nice. Put a teaspoon in the water bottle, shake it up and then sip it. Well, yeah, I didn't know that I needed it five times a day, so I'm so excited. I'm going to be chomping a whole lot more or, well, you know. Or mix and match. Or mix, I mean, if you right, put a, little, put a teaspoon products. in your water bottle and then have a couple of pieces of gum to and from work, you want at least a teaspoon a day, which is around six grams. So so what about people, because, you know, one of the things that happens to prevent inflammation of the heart, especially when people have already some cardiac issues and they're about to have dental work, is that they're loaded with high doses of antibiotics, Correct. which, of course, is hard on the normal floor of the intestinal tract, but Correct. necessary if, we, if we're not going to have, you know, bacteria move into their beautiful arteries or valves or whatnot Correct. of their heart. So can xylitol also reduce the risks of secondary infection from dental work? Well, absolutely, and I think what we need or have needed, which is now here, is a test. And there is a test made mm-hmm. by a company uh, called GC America, and they make this test that your dentist can buy. I mean, if you are a patient with that problem, you could ask, can your dentist get this test? And they have to order. The trouble is they don't sell individual testing kits. They sell 10 at a time, and they're about $20, $30 apiece. So it's an expensive investment, and that's where we have the hang-up, where the dentists don't necessarily want to invest in it. But we, the public, have to demand this because it is a very simple 15-minute test, just like a pregnancy test, only this time is easy because you just spit into a little balloon thing that you add a couple of drops of liquid as the, the health professional. We squish it around, shake it up for a minute or two, and then take a little measured amount of this saliva that's had two drops of treatment to it and pop that little droplet of saliva onto a small tray that is gauged to measure how many bad bacteria in your mouth. That is how I can tell my granddaughter, or at least my my daughter, that I am not going to infect my granddaughter when I kiss her. 
Mm-hmm. It's the only way I can truly prove it mm-hmm. is with this test that counts how many bad bacteria are in that droplet of saliva. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they did, they did studies back in 1970 where they took mothers with the worst teeth in the world and they gave them 10 pieces of xylitol a day, little piece of xylitol gum, and measured. These women had 100% bad bacteria. And yet at the end of six months, having this spaced out little bit of xylitol every day, those mothers ended up with virtually clean mouths from a bacteria standpoint, 97% clean. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. And these researchers then went back year after year after year because these mothers had just given birth to babies. And so when the babies grew new teeth at six months, the mothers with the clean mouths were kissing their baby, infecting their baby with clean bacteria. And when they followed those children, even at six years old, they were virtually 80% immune to cavities. That's amazing. And I, the children never had the xylitol. Just the mothers wow, wow, made sure wow. that when they kissed them, they were not infecting them with anything that wasn't healthy. That's wonderful. And well, well, Ellie, you know, I, I don't want to interrupt, but you mentioned sealant. <laughs> it is a question of getting these good bacteria into the grooves of the molecules. Right, teeth. right. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we're going to be right back with Ellie Phillips, the author of Kiss Your Dentist Goodbye. Marie Manucheri, RN, and Dr. Sheila Dunmerit, MD, will continue their interactive workshops on Saturday, April 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. This workshop will focus on brain health. What are you thinking? Participants will explore neurotransmitters and how they affect what we create in our lives and how to change them to create what you want. This workshop will also include how the brain affects mood, sleep, depression, anxiety, and fatigue. Explore and unearth ways to heal without the use of pharmaceuticals. For complete information on this and other workshops, visit www.energyintuitive.com. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Become a Reiki Master March 12th through the 14th. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You'll learn how to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants while Marie uses her symbolic site to provide individual feedback. You'll learn detailed information about the chakra system. You'll receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level. Reiki is still Marie's favorite healing modality. And this is a truly transformative weekend with healing and guided meditation. Booklet included. Enrollment is limited. Call 425-825-5671 or visit energyintuitive.com to register. 
Speak for the Trees, the exhibition, opens April 1st at Friesen Gallery, Seattle, in tandem with the book launch of the same title. Trees, as one of the Earth's most elemental and universal symbols, have been inspiring artists from the beginning. More than 50 of the contemporary artists included in Speak for the Trees, the book, offer their artistic interpretations of their relationship with trees. This international collection of works ranges from paintings to sculptures, photography, glass, conceptual art, and textiles. Artists featured in the exhibition include David Hockney, Yoko Ono, Mark Ryden, Robert Longo, Christopher Brown, Julie Heffernan, and the Starn Brothers. Speak for the Trees will be on view April 1st through May 29th at Friesen Gallery, Seattle. For more information, visit FriesenGallery.com. Alternative to what? Alternative to everything else out there on the radio, Alternative Talk 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. Our guest today is Ellie Phillips. She's a dentist, and she wrote a really fun, interesting book called Kiss Your Dentist Goodbye. And one of the things I like to Ellie about the book is the back of the book where you have frequent questions, you know, so that people can, after reading your book, and, you know, it's a lot of information from children, geriatrics, different disease processes. In fact, I found it fascinating that there's a study done that, uh, I believe it was 63% of men who've died of pancreatic cancer had serious gum disease. Correct, correct. They find more and more. And, this, you know, when people say, oh, it's only teeth, they also did another study, just an FYI, that when you have less than nine teeth, you are more prone to dementia. Oh, isn't that so interesting? hang on to your teeth, people, because yeah. they are much more important than has been really they've huh. been given credit for. So they did that study with a group of nuns huge number of nuns over many, many years. So it's a pretty good study. That's a really great study. That's a great yeah. study. But I love the questions and, and answers in the back of the book because, you know, you can go back and go, oh, yeah, what was that that I wanted to remember? And, 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 um, and people have actually found, I have a blog online. People uh-huh. um, ask Dr. Ellie Blogspot. Great. Um, you can get to it through our website, which is uh, cleanwhiteteeth.com. And uh, if you go to the blog and... Usually, I mean, we've got thousands of questions there, and they are all organized, so it's pretty easy to try and find what you might want to ask if you're afraid of contacting me. But please, if you have a question, send me an email. Um, I'm pretty easy to get hold of, and uh, I do reply as soon as I can. So, so, the, so the thought about the pancreatic cancer, because as, as we know, and I'm sure many of our listeners know that pancreatic cancer, it's, the mortality rate is incredibly high. Very few people survive that particular disease. And so we're going back to inflammation in the body, really, mm-hmm. you know, which it's, in holistic medicine is the root of all disease in the body is inflammation. And so, of course, bacteria, because your mouth is a is the opening part of your GI tract, right? Right. And so, of course, whatever goes in your mouth ends up in your stomach eventually and then goes throughout the rest of your system and your intestinal tract flows, you know, all the many nutrients, hopefully, throughout the rest of your system. So that's... Volatile will actually help the absorption wow. of calcium in, in digestion, too. And and so they have found it useful for osteoporosis. Oh, that's I mean, this fantastic. This a long time ago. It's sort of been ignored, but... Um, I believe that, that we, will, we may find an enormous number of benefits from eating small amounts, not suggesting more, 
I've right. always a lot of people in America. If a little bit is good, then let's have a pound of it. No, aren't we they, like that? You know, we go find a purse we like, and then we get five just like it. Yeah, we, we're terrible at, about that. Oh, no, we want to keep this. I, I want to make this point here to your audience that we keep it between one and four teaspoons. I do not believe, even for osteoporosis, and that is the highest dose recommended for osteoporosis, that mm-hmm. the benefits get flat. There are no more benefits eating more than four teaspoons a day. Um, So you don't need pounds of it. Right. So the xylitol doesn't contain calcium, but it helps your body absorb calcium? It does. And Uh I'm not exactly sure of the way it works, but if you go to, um, there's a website called bodybuilder.com, and I link to it from from my work. Um, It actually explains, and on cleanwhiteteeth.com, we talk about it a lot. Xylitol has a particular way of helping the body deal with oxidative stress, which is once again things that in holistic world you're fighting this um, stress where where you are lacking. You get into an, an anab- anabolic uh-huh. state where right. there's not enough oxygen, and it, it, we don't know the full extent of what xylitol could do. But certainly, they find that athletes like it because it helps them burn fat. And preserve muscle. Hey, I'm liking that already. It's great if for people who have hypoglycemia because it levels out your blood glucose. If you have a diabetic that goes into a hypoglycemic uh, attack and doesn't have steady blood sugars, xylitol has a low glycemic index of 7, wow. which is what you're looking for, and it stabilizes wow. the blood sugars. So there may be numerous benefits wow. that we don't even fully comprehend at this point, but I think it works so, my whole philosophy of encouraging a healthy mouth so in tune with holistic medicine. Wow. I just think that's fantastic. I mean, really, what more can we say about the product? That's pretty amazing. I wanted to talk about teeth whitening because it's kind of an epidemic proportion, I think. At least in Seattle, I see a lot of really, really super unnaturally bright white teeth. And, um, you know, a lot of it is hydrogen peroxide based, most of the whiting products. And you write in your book that it's very toxic or hard, harsh on the gums. It's, it's a terrible thing. I, I would love everybody to read the chapter on whitening in my book. So I'm thinking of actually breaking it out because if they won't read the rest of it, please, please get that and read it before you let your teenagers or younger children touch the white strips or the mouth rinses that are whitening. I think it's very telling that the American Dental Association, even the American Dental Association, is concerned about whitening mm. and, and, and says there may be some legislation necessary. Mm. Yet they have never spoken about xylitol, and yet they, there are advertisements everywhere about whitening. Your dentist probably has an advertisement on the front door how they can whiten teeth. Right. Why is this? And... The, the fact of the matter is that nobody makes money preventing disease, and there is no big business behind xylitol. Right now, you probably have to go to some little grocery, health food grocery yeah. store somewhere. We, we have them in our big chain um, health food stores here, which is nice. Yeah, You're so much more progressive. Yeah. Here, here, we would have to hunt yeah. for it. <laughs> right. Um, and, and the trouble is that there is huge profit in whitening people's teeth and making them believe they want white teeth. You can whiten your teeth with xylitol, and particularly if you put it in conjunction with the mouth rinses, I recommend, which take away surface stains and mm. help 
harden your teeth mm. because tooth enamel is not white. The right. color of your tooth, look out the window or grab your pair of glasses and look at the color of that glass. It is translucent. You see through it. And that is the color of enamel. Enamel is completely colorless. The only way a tooth appears a color is dependent on the way light reflects off the surface of the enamel. So if your enamel is soft, the light is going to go through the glass to the underneath part of your tooth, which is always going to be more yellow. If you have yellow teeth, you have soft teeth. If you harden the glass and make it really strong, it will become full of minerals every time you eat xylitol and turn into like a diamond. Hmm. And what do diamonds do? They sparkle, and they are strong, and they are hard, and they glisten. Mm -hmm. And as that happens, your teeth will appear to the person looking at them whiter mm -hmm. and brighter and shinier. Mm -hmm. And it takes, it takes time. It takes years, which mm -hmm. if you're impatient, I'm sorry. But before you whiten your teeth, I would at least try this for two years, mm -hmm. at least. And I would never, ever, ever let a seven- or eight-year-old child touch a crest white strip. Right. Because it actually increases the acid, wouldn't it, in well, your mouth? How would you etch glass? There are two ways to etch glass. I mean, thinking now, enamel is like glass. It's clear. You can make that glass whiter. How can you make glass white? Either throw acid on it uh, or scratch it. Uh -huh. So that either very abrasive toothpaste that scratch it so it looks white or it's acidic mm -hmm. so it appears white. Mm -hmm. And then the peroxide goes through because the acid opens up pores, and the peroxide will go through the enamel to whiten the underneath bleach, the underneath part of the tooth, mm -hmm. which isn't always yellowish in color because it's full of live cells. Mm -hmm. And these young kids, if, you're cha if you do this, they know from research that the, the cells inside the teeth start to look as if they've had radiation damage. I mean, I really hope in 15 years we don't have another population that has been damaged, so damaged by tooth whitening that they actually end up with leukemia or something. Right. I mean, I'm saying that's my own personal fear, right. but that's why I would never, ever, ever let my children do this. Right. And we're going to go to the phone lines because we have a question about xylitol and animals. And we've got Diane on the line calling from Kent. Hi, Diane. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I've been listening to your program, and I don't have kids, but I've got kitties and doggies, and brushing their teeth is a real chore. <laughs> so I was wondering, is there any xylitol, or any um, research done on xylitol to help their oral health? Uh, yeah, well, I, I hate to tell, well, two things. It's a two-edged sword. An old dog toothpaste. Definitely, they used to add xylitol. I don't know if they still do, but in some old dog toothpaste, you can find a reference to xylitol. However, when dogs eat a quantity of xylitol, certain breeds and certain dogs appear to be sensitive to it. Mm. And so it is actually a hazard. It's like chocolate. It's been labeled with chocolate and tomatoes and onions and a number of other foods that we recommend you do not give your animals and you keep away from them. Okay. Um, vets usually have sort of got a negative on xylitol for pets. Hmm. I don't know that it applies to cats, but and your vet might be able to tell you that, but I know most vets have had an alert that xylitol is potentially 
dangerous in quantity for dogs. Okay. Now, I've heard reports both ways. I've had people, they, the, the tiny dog got into, we have our, the, the xylitol gum, the Zelly xylitol gum is in a 100-count jar. This little dog ate 50 pieces of the gum mm-hmm. and was fine. Mm. The other story I had from a local veterinarian was that a dog who ate a half pound of granular xylitol actually died from some sort of uh, blood in, you know, chemistry, uh, sort of like a hypoglycemic attack, uh-huh. something really odd. It was something to do with the um, blood sugars in the dog. They can't handle it. So I but would that's be very a lot of careful about yeah. recommending wiping or brushing teeth with xylitol, although it sounds like a great idea. It's fine for humans, not a single negative in humans ever. But dogs have this oddball thing, as I say, we know that chocolate can be the same. Right. We used to feed our dog chocolate, it was never a problem, but some dogs, you feed them chocolate, and boom, they're, they're in trouble. So, mm-hmm. okay, so sorry, well, Diane. I thought I'd give it a try. Thank Good you. Question. It's a great idea. I wish. I, I really wish. I know. Because <laughs> it's trying to brush their teeth is a real chore. <laughs> yeah. I had a St. Bernard. I'm familiar. <laughs> it's more the cats that hate it than the dog, but, you know, I try. Okay. There's something for cats that they put in water, and I'm wondering if it's volatile. Ask your vet. Because well, cats may be different. Well, there's there's uh, stuff that we put in the water that's enzymatic that helps mm. their enzymes mm. help to remove the plaque and tartar. But um, you know that's what's unfortunate is very few vets know a whole lot about it. Anything natural, you know, mm-hmm. and that's my biggest frustration. But I'll keep trying. So Good thanks question. so much. Good question. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Bye bye now. Bye. So, Ellie, I was looking, um, you know, going over my notes again, and I found, I found it interesting that fluoride, you know, because um, you do like um, fluoride in the mouthwashes. That's something that you do recommend, correct? Well, I, I am an anti-fluoridationist. I'm going to say that okay. first up, and I'm going to say, you know, just as much as when I say I don't really go around talking about flossing. I'm, a, I'm not, uh, I, my book doesn't mention floss which for a dentist, you probably are Right. Shocked. Well, no, um, I floss my teeth twice a day. So <laughs> I have never flossed a day wow. in my life. Wow. Um, so I am not, I am, and there is not a single randomized clinical trial, which means there's no trial, no study ever proving that flossing can stop cavities. Wow. And if you read my book and really understand what I say, you'll understand why, because it's all about bacteria. Right. Floss cannot remove no. all the bacteria in your mouth. It right. can move them around, but um, so not to get off subject, but, um, you know, this thing of... Um, uh, well, I, was, you know, I was asking about the fluoride because the there were some... fluoride is a big subject. I'm right. anti-fluoride right. I, I, uh, in, in our drinking water. Right. I would... Ne- I would... They should rescind all of that, in my opinion. I agree. Back completely. To, I agree. Making our water pure and healthy. Right. I'm going to say that I agree. first up. I would never have a fluoride treatment done yeah. for my child. It says here in your book that the um, studies indicate that actually if you're going to have a fluoride treatment in a child, they, they only need to have the gel on for four minutes. Well, the gel has to be on for four minutes for it to work, but they also evidence-based studies, mm-hmm. which are studies that are peer-reviewed, by scientists who've looked and analyzed these studies as a whole group, they came out 
with the conclusion that the only children who benefit from fluoride treatment are children with gross tooth decay. Wow. And the reason that they then benefit is that basically this very strong fluoride gel acts as almost like a poison to the bacteria, so it Mm. wipes them out. Hmm. If your child doesn't have cavities, isn't prone to cavities, evidence-based research says that it is of almost or no benefit whatsoever. And also you write in here that fluoride tends to attract aluminum, which... Oh, well, I I think the big concern about fluoride always has been, you know, does it do us harm? And my chapter on fluoride in in the book explains that I am very concerned about the interaction of fluoride with aluminum. Right. Uh, I gave fluoride to my oldest children, who are now in their 30s. I actually, my oldest child has brown front teeth from being given too much fluoride. I made her drink it as a small child. Right. And so I am against supplements. I am against drinking fluoride because I have studied it avidly ever since my daughter came to the age of eight with brown front teeth. Well, most of us in the Northwest, we filter our water or we drink bottled water. So, you know, we You're don't... with me on that. Yeah, we don't, we don't get a lot of fluoride in our water. But what I found was interesting was the research because aluminum can be, you know, connected to all kinds of diseases in the body from Alzheimer's to anything infl- inflammatory in the lymph system, you know, Correct. so and it's I think pretty, that pretty when significant. When they add in Rochester, where I live, mm-hmm. we have acidic water. Mm-hmm. They add aluminum sulfate the water supplies to get the mud to sink to the bottom because when you have rainwater collected it has mud in it on the surface it's, if you do you have groundwater or you know i don't think so no now, we're all sewers the ground, here. like parts of texas they get right. the water from under the ground right that water is usually alkaline mm. and yeah they good don't, for us ours comes from the mountains add. ah eric our um, audio engineer says our water comes from the mountains now, that's interesting, and mm-hmm. I and that may be good, too. You see, yeah. I think you have to figure out, try and call up your local water authorities, yeah. see if they add aluminum sulfate. I was simply shocked when I started studying water supplies. What I was trying to do was get a map of America, kind of like that Verizon ad, you know, where you put right. dots all over. Right, and find and out. See, see where the water is acidic, where they add aluminum sulfate. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. where people have high rates of breast cancer. Right, because aluminum, which is present also in deodorant, which Correct. women apply you know, perfectly to where their lymph nodes you yep. know, are, have a close connection to. But, Ellie, I want to go to the phones because we have another caller, and I sure. want that person to ask their question. We do. We've got John on the line calling from Seattle. Great. Hi, John. Hi, hi Marie. Um, just a quick question. Uh, Dr. Cass Ingram, he um, was raising red flags a while back about uh, corn-based xylitol and the, the fact that the majority of it is is manufactured from GMO corn. And I was wondering if she was aware of that or, or had a comment sure. on that. Sure. I mean, I think just like fluoride and, and there's probably good and bad, I think GMO corn, If they, they, the, the, the reason for this is that there are many places that you can extract xylitol. Even our human bodies, we make 15 grams of xylitol in our human bodies every day. Raspberries contain xylitol, strawberries, plums, mushrooms. I mean, the list is endless where xylitol exists. Um, They did find that in corn husks, they could extract xylitol more cheaply uh, than from birch wood. Hmm. And so in China, they've been using xylitol in China 
I think, for about 2,500 years. I mean, the Chinese, if you go to Walmart in China, they've got a big bin at the checkout with xylitol gum in it. I mean, they are very familiar with xylitol. They started producing xylitol because it was cheaper from corn husks. And once they started modifying, the GMO um, problem came around. People, of course, were saying, yikes, has this affected the xylitol? The, 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 the people involved say they either are tracking it or they're making sure that they're not using GMO corn. I personally bring in xylitol for the product that I make from Scandinavia. I use 100% Scandinavian xylitol. I'm a freak about this stuff. I, I really want to give people the best I can, but I don't think if your only access is to Chinese xylitol, I don't think anyone has ever proven that there is any downside to it. I, I don't want to badmouth it because I'm right. It's better than nothing. You're far worse with the infection in your mouth mm. than any hazard from GMO corn. I think. So that, that's a great question. Sort of extracts it, and then I think it's so far removed that I don't believe it would be a problem. But I personally use either domestic, grown, organic xylitol in my granula. And I actually bother to import from Scandinavia. It's right. just my choice. Thank you, so, thank you, John. That was a great question, sure. and, and I enjoyed listening to the answer. I, I know, I now know where Dr. Phillips gets her xylitol. Thank you so much for calling in. You're, you're welcome. Thank, thank you. you. So we have very little time left, um, Ellie, and let's just briefly go over the mouthwashing situation sure. because yours is very different. You know, sure. you well, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to say what I didn't finish with saying really in a way with the fluoride was that the only time I accept fluoride is when it is the fluoride that was researched. It is a stable salt of fluoride, and we use it as a mouth rinse. And I think a lot of holistic-centered people miss this one benefit of fluoride, that if you have damaged teeth, xylitol will mineralize and repair the inside part, the deeper part, but if you rinse with a very dilute fluoride rinse, you will heal the surface part. Ah, okay. And when you use xylitol and fluoride, this dilute fluoride together, you will get amazing healing at amazing speed. Great. And so you have people rinse before they brush. Well, I haven't rinsed before they brush because one of the main reasons that if there are any women out there over the age of 30 and you've got a groove which you think is gum recession at the gum line, chances are it's mouth acidity. Uh And this acidity in your mouth has softened the coating on the outside of your tooth up at the gum line because that's the first place to soften because it softens in a pH of 6.5, which is not very acidic. And if you're saliva, you were stressed out or you had some sort of hormonal We've only change. got like 10 more seconds. Oh, so, gosh. Well, maybe people should go to cleanwhitetees.com. I and agree. Or buy the book or try it out. And this system will cure. You'll feel it in two weeks. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure having you on the show. I loved listening to all your information. And I've loved listening to the book. And I'm going to try the whole system. Thank you so much, Ellie. It was a well, pleasure so talking to, to you. Say. I need to make a big video, I think. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love that. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Sure. Bye-bye. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I will be back next week. Joyful blessings.